the fuck is going on, everyone? I'm Val. And I'm Kayla. And this is 20 What Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back, little ducklings. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. My name is Val. And I'm Kayla, and we are going to be uh, taking care of you today. We yeah, what can, I, what can I get you? Some French fries. Some Diet Coke. So first, we want to give a big congratulations to the new mayor of Boston, Kim Janey. She Woo-hoo. is the first woman and the first person of color. The to, first woman of color, too. To be in charge of Boston. It has been run by 54 white men since 1822. That's 199 years of white men. I'm this, sick of it. This is a this is amazing. I am so proud to be a Bostonian. I I just I'm excited to see what she's gonna do and how this is gonna play out. Like congratulations to you, Kim. Yeah, now Marty Walsh has been taken on by Joe Biden. Fun fact, Marty Walsh's girlfriend came into my restaurant like two weeks ago with some other people. Marty Walsh wasn't there and he called the restaurant and was like, Hey, my girlfriend's there. They knew who she was and I would like to pay for their whole tab and he was like, and tell the server to give herself thirty percent. So Marty Walsh is a good tipper. Awesome. Good luck with our man Joe. Yeah, he's the secretary. Secretary of Labor now for yeah. Joe Biden. What congratulations! He to clearly knows Marty. how to how to treat the working class. So go Marty, go Marty, go Kim. There you go, go Boston. But uh, we are going to be talking about some things that America doesn't do so well today. Yeah, well, we're this whole episode is about supporting woman-owned businesses. But before we dive into that, we just want to give a little history about the wage gap and how it's affected women and women of color in America. Especially women of color. Especially women of color. So, like, we think that we as white women make, you know, a certain amount compared to men, but then we look at how much uh, women of color make or Hispanic or Latino women, and they are even more disproportionately affected affected by the wage gap. So mm-hmm. we got to if we are going to be feminists, yeah. we are going to be intersectional feminists. Okay. Exactly. We're not white. Well, we are white and we are feminists here, but yeah. we are not promoting white feminism. So all it, feminism. Intersectionality is so, so important when fighting for women's rights. We're talking about women of color. We are talking about trans women. We are talking about indigenous women. Yes. Everybody. Everybody. So overall, Women earn 82 cents for every dollar a man makes. So that's just every single woman grouped into one category. Mm -hmm. Um, So I found this graph. And so for all of our audio listeners, all of our episodes are also available on YouTube. And right now I will be putting up on the screen the actual graph. So if you want to see the graph, you can find us at 20WattPod on YouTube. Just search it up. We're right there. But basically, so what this graph does, and it shows for the... For the every dollar that a white man makes, a white woman makes 79 cents. A black woman makes 62 cents. A Hispanic or Latino woman makes 54 cents. An Asian woman makes 90 cents. And an American Indian and Alaska Native makes 57 cents. So as you can see, it's not just women as a whole making less than men. There are women of different races and and different ethnicity backgrounds making less than the white woman also. Like if a white woman is going to sit here and they're going to say that they're not privileged when I'm literally looking at the uh, 15 cents more an hour than we are making than black women and the almost, I don't know, what's 79 minus 54? Oh, oh God, God. I can't, I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, get your phone out. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this right now. It's too. And the 25 cents, the literal fucking quarter that we're making more, more. than Hispanic or Latina women, mm-hmm. 
it's just abominable. It is just not okay. And that's why we need to be fighting for these rights across the board. We need to be speaking up. I, I don't care if I'm making less than a man. I care right now that I'm making more than another fucking woman. Yeah, exactly. That's not okay based on the color of their skin. And so what what causes this? There's a couple things that causes. I just I threw in two things that I thought were important, but it's the differences in industry worked. That this is a huge thing. Men hold more powerful and higher paying positions. This is a well-known fact. We need to start seeing more women as CEOs, as doctors, politicians, engineers, pilots, chefs, lawyers. Those are just a few, but men have been running shit for so long and it's a shit show. So I think it's time to take a step back and let women step in and try and advance this world for the better in the right direction. Like, is it working with all these men? I don't... It's so difficult, too, because when a woman steps forward and they are demanding more, Mm -hmm. a lot of the time they can be seen as bossy or being a bitch. And especially if you're a woman of color Mm -hmm. and you're speaking out about something and you are upset by it, and rightfully so, they're going to paint them as the, oh, like like an angry black woman. That is the... the stereotype that they are constantly needing to fight. I don't know if I've talked about the book Eloquent Rage. You did. You mentioned it in the last episode. Um, So that is a really great book and she talks about that a lot and she talks about how it is rage and she is angry and rightfully so. But They should be. But the second a black woman speaks out about something, they are given that stereotype when they have every fucking right to be upset. I agree. And even like on a smaller scale, something that comes to my mind is as a woman using punctuation. Like I feel like sometimes if I don't use an exclamation point and I use a period when I'm talking to a man or something, I come off as bitchy and I know I'm not the only one that feels like that. Do you do? I do. And I actually saw something the other day is that we should still be using those. If you want to use that exclamation point, you should. Why do we have to change the way that we speak to be more like men. We have to be more like men to be respected in the workplace. No, so that in itself, not use the exclamation point. I say that's more of an act of feminism. Exactly. Say, fuck you. You can still take me seriously. It's just as simple as something like that. It's just... It's mind boggling that it's that's even a topic of discussion Mm -hmm. at this point. And it's... eh. Yeah. And so women are... When a man wants a raise, he's going to walk into the office thinking he deserves the raise. The woman's going to walk into the office thinking, uh, well, well, you never go in there being like, if you want to, I don't know. I just think that mm-hmm. I am. No, you talk with the confidence of a thousand men. Yeah. One man is so much more confident than like we allow ourselves to be. And I they're agree. confident for what? For what? What do they have to offer besides their sperm? They don't, you, you know, two <laughs> women can actually make a baby. Really? Yeah, science has uh, found a way to make that happen. So So realistically, we don't even need men. We don't even need you. Oh my God, we don't even need you, but that's okay. So something else that can cause this wage gap is difference in years of experience. So Mm -hmm. women are constantly being driven out of the workforce to accommodate for caregiving most commonly for children and other unpaid obligations. And this is definitely going out of style. I feel like we're moving more towards in the direction. We're not there yet, but I think it's definitely like, you know, getting out of style. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So how has the pandemic affected the wage gap? Well, it's kind of going off of the difference in years of experience. So 4.2 million less women are working right now than there were in February 2020. And millions more women have reduced their hours in response to caregiving demands. So mostly children. Again, it's real. Child care. Yeah, is, because the kids are at home for school now. Yeah, and now so it's obviously it's disproportionately these 
responsibilities fall on women. So if there's a, you know, a couple, a man and a woman who are married and they have kids and the kids are at home, it's on the woman to stay home and take care of them. And the man goes to work. Like this is the whole, you know, this is so fifties, you know what I mean? This is like, that's mm-hmm. not our time right now. And but we're not saying, like, if you want to stay home with your child and you have the means yeah. to do that and that is the lifestyle that fits you and you want to live, by all means, you're more than welcome to do that. What we're saying is, obviously, it is 2021 and it mm-hmm. should not be still expected that it has to be the woman that stays home. Yeah, if you want to, like, power to you. Being a mother is the hardest job there is yeah. out there. Like, props to all the moms out there. You are badass bitches who deserve the world. But you also deserve to be that CEO. You deserve to be that doctor. And don't let a man tell you that you can't be because you can be. You can do anything you want to. Okay, so what is what is being done about this? Well, there's actually something being done about this right now. So recently, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have recently been appointed into office, and they believe that ensuring equal pay is essential in advancing America's values, which is very important. The first step is to pass the Paycheck Fairness Act, and this will ban employers from accessing salary history. This will remove false common justification of underpaying women and people of color and holding employers accountable for this systemic discrimination. Which is huge and so important. So important. Yeah, we need to close this gap, and it's going to take work. It's not going to happen overnight. But these steps are hopefully going to come to fruition. Yeah, and this bill will also make it easier for workers to see wages that the others are being paid for these positions. So if if you look at it like this, if these workers are being kept in the dark and they don't know what their colleagues are making, how do we expect them to advocate for themselves and say, hey, I deserve more if they don't know what other people are being paid? So it's going to make it more easily accessible for you to see what your colleagues are making so you can advocate for yourself if you're not being paid fairly. Okay, I could be so wrong and maybe my mind is just going uh reaching a little bit I don't know but do you think that that is why it is so taboo for the longest time to talk about how much you make like men won't aren't supposed to talk about how much they make women aren't supposed to ask these questions because then you might find out that somebody who is doing the same exact job as you is getting paid more Yes. I so do you think that, that that taboo was created by the white man to hide him? Do, do you think that has any just food for a thought? Yeah. But let's like let normalize having to talk about this. And especially if you're doing the same job as somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like the employer to let me know if they're making the same amount as me or less. Because if uh, my friend Sally May is making ten cents less than me. Um, for the same fucking job? That's not fair. I'm going to, I want to fight for Sally May too. And Sally May's a person of color. It's not coming out of my pocket if if they're paying her more. Exactly. That's that's not a competition. I feel like a lot of these situations we're talking about, we are seeing in bigger corporations. We need to start holding them more accountable because they have the funds. It's not an issue. They can pay you, but they're not because they're taking advantage of the fact that you don't know this information and they're taking advantage of you and they're paying you less. I also think that we need to give more grace to new mothers and uh i don't think that yeah uh, pto for jobs that offer pto it's it's ridiculous we're like the only country where it's like mm-hmm. you have five days that you can be sick out of the year yeah and like we are the only country that really does this it's kind of insane well so this bill will hopefully have more paid family and medical leave so mm-hmm. like you know when you're pregnant or you have your baby like it, you won't have to be out of work for so long recovering and not being paid i also think that paternity leave 
is important as yeah. well. Yeah, and also this is this bill is going to make childcare more affordable, which kind of rolls back to when I said that women are taking time off of work to take care of their children because they can't afford the childcare. Childcare is so expensive. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who works in childcare, and I forget exactly the number she said, but it's something like where she works, like $1,000 or something a week oh my to goodness. send your child. That's that's outrageous. Who can afford that? Like Sometimes you would literally be working to send your kid to daycare, and that's why people probably think it's cheaper to stay home because half the time it probably is. It is, and so this hopefully this bill will pass, so it's going to make it easier to send these children to daycare and get you know good, solid care for a reasonable price. I feel like that's really important. Yeah. Okay, so moving on, let's talk about some – businesses. Yes. And some of these are online businesses that literally anyone can support. You don't need to be local to Boston like we are. You mm-hmm. can just go online and zip, zap, zap, zip, bop zang, like a mop. Zip, zang, zoom. Um, one of my favorites is Temporary Psy. Mm-hmm. I have one of my favorite pieces of clothing. It is a sweatshirt that says the American dream is a scam. And it is a black-owned, woman-owned business. Her name is Camilla, and she is literally the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And um, she is so, so sweet. She was... Her pre-orders were closed and I had commented on one of her TikToks because that's how I found her. I was like, oh my God, I want to buy this so bad. And she personally sent me a DM and was like, hey, what do you want? I'm going to put one back in stock for you. Even though the pre-order is closed, I want to be able to get it out to you. And so shout out to her because she, her customer service was amazing. The quality is phenomenal. And she's just really, she she really deserves to be supported. Her designs are great. Yeah, I'm going to have to check her out and buy something. Mm -hmm. And recently, it was only $30. Yeah, I actually, so I'm getting my taxes back soon. And I have a list of small businesses that I've been wanting to support and I'll add that to it and I'll buy Mm -hmm. something from it because I have a list of businesses I'm going to be shopping from and I will talk about them a little bit as we go down. Yeah. Also, have you seen the um, the new so Asian beauty trends have been really, really popular, like the Gua Sha um, the, like the, the stone. Yeah. Yes. And so just in general, if you are going to get into that trend, um, mm-hmm. there is a really cool business on TikTok. I forget what their name is. Oh my God. I saw on. that where it's like, um, if you're going to do all these Asian beauty yeah, practices. Buy them from small Asian owned businesses yes. instead of Amazon. Exactly. Just so Don't, you can, yeah. if you're going to contribute to the culture by like doing it, you might as well, you know, yeah. put money into their pockets and not Exactly. Amazon. So it is Mount Live. I-M-U-M-O-U-N-T-L-A-I. They have beautiful, um, they have beautiful tools and uh, skincare items that you should definitely check out. Yes. And I'm going to be buying some myself. But I yeah, you should be buying that. from the, that also goes for, um, fun fact, not fun fact, don't buy dream catchers. Like dream catchers, if you're going to get them, get them from indigenous uh, people or yeah. have them gifted to you. It's really bad luck. Oh. And apparently, and it's really bad luck and kind of disrespectful to just buy like a Walmart dream catcher. Okay. And yeah, you're going to actually get nightmares if you do that. You need to get it um, in a traditional manner. Okay. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this next business that we're going to be talking about is my good friend, Nicole. Um, Happy Hippie Nikki. I mentioned her a little bit on our mini series, Cannery Defined. Go listen to that if you haven't already. But she, I call her the crystal queen. So she uses this really cool method of electroforming. And I'm not going to go like crazy detail because it's very complicated. But it's basically growing copper around crystals to form them into jewelry, bowls, 
bongs and rigs. Um, I'm, I FaceTime her all the time and I watch her do this and she pours her heart and soul into every piece she makes. She's so talented and I just, um, she's her, her work, her work ethic and her dedication to her business is so admirable. Um, if you want to go support her, you can find her on happy hippie Nikki on Instagram or happy hippie store, which I proudly created that website for her. We worked really hard to get that up and running. So I totally recommend that business. Yeah. Um, I need to buy a bong. You do. I just, I just bought a new car and had to buy a new phone. So it's going to be a little second. She's working on her next collection now and it's going to be a little bit until it drops. So awesome. Yeah. So the next one you've definitely heard us talk about before. Yes. Princess parcels, or if you're Kayla, princess parcels. Okay. Anyway. Um, so she is Jenna. Jenna is one of our friends that we met in line at Howl of the Moon Boston. Yes. She is an absolute sweetheart. I literally am so obsessed with her. She is the sweetest thing ever. She literally looks like Ariana Grande. Sometimes I think she's Ariana Grande. Yeah. She's so beautiful. She's but she that. makes these lovely, lovely scrunchies. She also makes crochet tops. She'll make you scarves. She will custom a piece if she can make a pattern. Yeah. I it. bought a custom piece from her. I bought a custom set. It's a little too cold to wear it right now, but the bit. weather's it's coming out. I'm going to yep. start strutting around in my custom piece from her, and I it, I love it. She's so talented. I think that's one of the best things about supporting a small business like hers is that you can talk directly to the creator and be like, hey, yeah. I have this idea. Like, So she made us scrunchies, and I had really short hair at the time, and I was like, I love these scrunchies, but they just look a little silly in my hair because they're really big, and then my hair would stick up yeah, because yeah, yeah. I had short hair. And she literally went out of her way and designed and made small mini scrunchies that looked even better in my hair. Exactly. That's just the beauty. If you're talking to a small business, they're going to listen to you more than fucking Amazon is. Amazon doesn't give a shit. Fuck Amazon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Jenna. Please check out her scrunchies. They're so reasonably priced and they come in packs and. Of three, I believe. Yeah, packs yeah. of three. And they're just really great and she's awesome. And her crochet tops, so cute for the summer. All right. My boobs look amazing. Oh, my God. I them. need to get that. I've gotten boobs since I've gained a little bit of weight and <laughs> got some tatas. Get them. <laughs> So this next business I found on TikTok, I have not purchased from there yet, but it's on my list of, Mm -hmm. you know, my tax return, but it's called (laughs) Official Lover Girl. It is Asian owned. And so I found them on TikTok a while ago and I fell in love with their brand. They are a clothing brand. They have like really cute sweatsuits. They have really awesome bathing suits. One of their bathing suits reminds me of like a Dior bathing suit, which I have my eye on. I'm going to get it. Everything they use is ethically sourced. Their models are all shapes and sizes and ethnicities. So it's very inclusive to everybody and they make really great content and I cannot wait to get my hands on one of their products. So you can find them on lovergirl.store or official lovergirl on Instagram and TikTok. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, this is a, do you want to do your last online one? Oh yeah. So uh, Concord Crafts, this is a Concord Street Crafts. This is a girl I went to college with. Her name is Jen. Um, She makes custom signs. I actually purchased one from her a while ago for Christmas. It was coordinates and it had like a snowmobile on it to my aunt and uncle who have a log cabin up north. And I loved it. She's an absolute gem. She's so sweet, so easy to work with. She made it and shipped it to me within a week. I plan on buying a welcome sign from her. I have to reach out and figure that out. But her products are super good quality. She's super sweet. I totally recommend it. You can find her on Etsy at Concord Street Crafts and also on Instagram at Concord Street Crafts. Heck yeah. 
Um, so we wanted to get into Boston-based businesses, but before we do that, I want to give a shout out to a Charleston-based business. Okay. Um, it is Dell's. I don't know if I ever took you to Dell's. Um, I think you did. I probably did. They have those huge wraps. And it's really, it was on a corner. Anyway, it is uh, owned by a beautiful black woman and her, I think her whole family, but I know she is the owner. Okay. And she has one location, it's Dell's Uptown, and then there's another Dell's, I think, in North Charleston. Mm -hmm. But it is, like, they have regular food, they have regular meat, but then they also have an entire vegan menu. And they have this amazing goddess dressing that I could literally drink. It's a little expensive, but very much worth it. And I know my money is going to a sweet woman. And the vibe in there is just great. The food is consistently delicious, and I highly recommend it if you are ever in Charleston. It's great if you are like in a in a vegan and non vegan relationship where like somebody else wants to get a chicken wrap and you want to get you know a vegan chicken wrap. It is super you know convenient and there, and it is so delicious. I love so. places like that where like obviously we're vegan and a lot of our friends aren't. So I love places where there's options for everyone and everybody can come together and mm-hmm. have a meal. Like I'm not forcing yeah. my friends to eat all my earthy, crunchy vegan food, but they're also not forcing me to go to a restaurant and get like a side of fries for my meal. So yeah, it's perfect. I, I love places like that. Yeah. So the next place we're going to talk about is a Boston-based business. It's called Uvita. They just opened very recently, and they followed me on Instagram and TikTok. She's always interacting with my posts, and she's super sweet. I was actually talking to her in, on Instagram a couple days ago. But So it's Boston's first zero-waste store, which is I think that's incredible. I really love that. She's a first-generation entrepreneur. It's woman and immigrant-owned. Vegan, cruelty-free, plastic-free, eco-friendly packaging. Um, there's also a plant shop on the inside. I've seen, if you look at their TikTok, it's Uvita Shop. They have, they show the store and they show everything. It's super cool. It's super aesthetically pleasing. Lots of like cool places to, like take pictures or take videos. Mm-hmm. I actually plan on going there this Friday. I'm so excited to get my hands on a bunch of plants. And they also had this really cool portable like utensil set. And I'm like, that would be perfect for camping. So if they still have that, I'm definitely going to buy that. But you can find them. It's right in almost downtown Boston. It's 28 Atlantic Avenue. Yeah, I think that's so awesome. All right. In true 20 what fashion, I think we should play some this or that. A 20 what this or that? Okay. 20 what? We're going to do some shopping this or that. Oh, I love shopping. All righty. All righty. Buy online or buy in store? Online. Really? Yeah, because I love getting packages. They're like gifts. I actually have heard about that. So the reason people get addicted to online shopping is because regular shopping, you get one dopamine hit. Online shopping, you get two. Yeah, You get the first one when you initially buy it, and you get the second one when it shows up at your door. So you have been conditioned by the internet. (laughs) It's a gift from me to me. I know. I personally prefer buying things in store. Um, I... We'll buy some things online sometimes, but I just like to, I like tangible, I like having the tangible I do, object. I do like having, buying things in store. I like, like, coming home from the store and having a bag full of things and just, like, looking at them all, like, on my table. I'm like, ooh, all my I just things. also love the act of shopping. I do. I do love shopping in store, too. Don't get me wrong. This is, it's not, it's not very far off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sales only, or you're okay with paying full price? Oh, I'm okay with paying full price. I'm. For small businesses on bigger. Oh, yeah. yeah small bigger. businesses, yes. Everything else, sales Give only. Give me that sale. Sales only. Yeah. I am not paying full price at TJ Maxx. Nope, no way. Oh, yeah. Um, Try on at home or try on in store. Uh, right Post-COVID, now. so 
home. Uh, yeah, before COVID happened, I would prefer to try things on its store because returning things are just... It's just annoying. It's just annoying, but obviously now you can't do that in store. Okay, coupons or no coupons? I mean, I, I love a good coupon, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to not buy something if I don't have a coupon. Yeah, I'm lazy, so I almost never have a coupon, but I usually have, like, I put in my Target rewards card, I put in my mm. Stop and Shop card, it, which is just my mom's phone well, number. Well, coupon codes... Yes. I do Those, search. Yes. I have the extension on my computer. I'm not, no, I'm not, not going to say what it is because they sponsor a lot of people. So if, you, if you're if you listening to this and you want to sponsor us, I'll say your name. But it tells you, like, all the codes for yeah. it. <laughs> it rhymes with money. Yes. Okay. Um, text for opinions or just your opinion? Just my opinion. Sometimes I'll text for an opinion. Yeah. Like, I, especially if I'm stuck between two colors, usually. Yeah. I just, I just, I know what I like, and I, you know, I can, I usually can decide on things. Well, I also, I think the reason we say that is because you're just going to buy it. Like, if you like it, you're going to buy it. Yeah. I'm the one who literally is like, do I need this? I do. No. I do, I and do. then I'll go in the car, and you'll be like, buy it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I do. I'm very, I'm actually really good at that, but I do it internally. So, like, I'll put things in my cart, and then, so what I do at the end of my shopping spree is I'll take I'll pull over in a really low trafficked area and I'll look at my cart and I'll just reevaluate everything. And yeah. I usually always end up putting something back. I'm I not agree. like a crazy spender. I'm like Yee! like I do like evaluate before I purchase. Okay. Uh chain store or an independent store? Independent. independent. Duh. That's what the whole episode is about. A shopping buddy or a solo shopper? I mean, I want to say, like, I like going shopping with my friends, but mm-hmm. I like when I go shopping with my friends and we kind of just go our own separate ways. Like, I don't like really following people, especially if we're both going for oh, different yeah. things. It stresses me out. Like, I hate just sitting there. I don't want to just wait there. Honestly, yeah. I'd rather shop alone. Yeah. I love shopping by myself. I do it I do too. way too often. Especially going to the grocery store. Like, oh, I don't want to grocery shop with anyone else. Binge shopping or shopping little by little? Little by little. Same. Little I don't little. like, I, I don't like dropping big, big loads of money. I don't, also, I yeah. don't want to like buy more things than I have to. Yeah. Okay, a rewards member or a store credit card? Rewards member. Store credit card. I, I can't do credit cards. Cuz you'll I, get you'll get money off and then I can just literally I literally get 10% off and then I just pay it off that day. Yeah. And it helps your credit. Would you rather go shoe shopping or jean shopping? Shoe shopping. Really? Yeah. Who likes jean shopping? No, I already know though like what jeans from Old Navy that fit me perfectly and like are perfect for me? So I just order them online. I don't like going in store and trying because it can get it can get really discouraging trying on jeans. Like, oh, this one makes me look fat, or this one is too short. Like, it can get. Eh. I I like I know what I like and I know what looks good on me, so I just stick with that. I buy them online. Bada bang, bada boom. Would you rather go shopping stoned or drunk? stoned because I get reckless with my money when I'm drunk. Yep. <laughs> I get really reckless. I've been I've been shopping drunk before and it's it's not ended well. I've gone to the cheesecake factory in the mall, had like two drinks and then went shopping. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, I love that. I like drank alone at the bar too. I was it's, like it's I'm going to have myself a date and it was actually really fun. It is fun, but it it, it does like, you know, it you don't have that sense of like maybe I shouldn't buy this. It's like, okay, I'm a little No, buzzed. I ended up being at the mall for probably almost 3 hours. Fuck Mary Kill. Pancakes. This <laughs> <laughs> French toast and waffles. I used this as a pickup line on TikTok DMs the other day to this really cute girl, <laughs> but I don't know if it worked. But she she played with me, so it was fine. I'd kill pancakes. 
fuck waffles and marry French toast. No, really? Yes. French toast is just weird, soggy egg bread. I love French toast. Has the best flavor to no, me. No, I really don't like French toast. I'm killing French toast. You're killing it. Yeah, I'm killing French toast. I am. Mm, I'm gonna fuck the pancake, just because I feel like the pancake would be a little bit submissive. And like, oh, like floppy, <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I could be the dom there, and I don't. I usually don't get to do that. And then I'm gonna marry the waffle just because I feel like there's like a lot of love, a lot of grooves that you can. Yeah, a lot into. of like grooves, a lot of grooves. get groovy. Oh wait, so maybe I should marry the pancake because the pancake would be a little bit fluffier to cuddle with. Okay, and yeah. The, the waffle is kind of like Groove. fucking sexy with the grooves. <laughs> We're here. We are sexualizing food. breakfast foods. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it really turns me on a good slice of French toast. Oh, no, that does not turn me on. Definitely not. Like some sticky syrup. Cool. Fuck, marry, kill. Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. And Cafe Nero. Okay. um, Kill Starbucks, fuck Dunkin's, marry Cafe Nero. I say that because... There's better vegan options for food at Dunkin's and Starbucks than there uh, Dunkin's and Cafe Nero than there is Starbucks. So. I would 100% agree with the killing Starbucks mm-hmm. because they sorry. Um, I'd marry Dunkin' because there are more vegan options and they are ever changing their menu. Starbucks feels kind of stagnant with their food. Mm-hmm. And then I think I'm going to marry Dunkin' though and fuck Cafe Nero. Okay. Just because I feel like Dunkin's going to be here forever and Cafe Nero would just be like a really good one night stand. Yeah. I well, It's, it's kind of sexier, Duncan, you know? Yeah, Dunkin's coffee is good, but it's not like top tier. I do like no. Italian, co- Italian coffee at Cafe Nero and also like their breakfast sandwich because Dunkin' you have, you got to be on sausage on an English muffin and that's all. But then Cafe Nero, that's wifey type shit. You got the vegan egg, you got the vegan cheese, you got the vegan sausage. Like you got an actual breakfast sandwich. It's not like a dried up Beyond Patty on a little English true, muffin. True, very true. I just feel like Dunkin' is ever changing yeah. and they're going to grow with me. And <laughs> Cafe Nero is just like really sexy and will be like good for the night. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I like, feel I don't that. I feel like they're really like gonna grow with me. I feel like they're just gonna stay the way they are because they're already sexy and doing great. Well, not necessarily because they they recently just had their they just they they're rolling out all these vegan options. I feel like I agree with the Starbucks though. Starbucks is stagnant and they they you know, but the, as we're drinking Starbucks, yeah, right? we're literally drinking Starbucks right now, but it's fine. It's because it's literally right across the yeah, street from where we are. Yeah, it's literally right. It's there. all about convenience. All right, last one. Okay. Walmart. Okay. Target. Okay. Is there like a third one? Um, Walmart, Target, and CBS. Trader Joe's. Oh, you already know I'm marrying Trader Joe's. I'm fucking Target and killing Walmart. Oh, I think. Yeah. Right. What do you think? Yeah. 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 That's a really easy one. Yeah. That's a really fucking easy one. Because you literally go out of your way to find love at Trader Joe's. I literally <laughs> want to fall in love in a Trader Joe's so bad. Okay, no, hear me out. All right, ready. I'm walking down the Trader Joe's snack aisle. I'm reaching for the Bamba peanut snacks. Sorry, Kayla. <laughs> and all of a sudden, another hand touches mine. We meet. There's a spark. I look in their eyes and they say, you can have this bag. And I say, 
that's okay. It's the last one. I want you to have it. And they go, well, are you vaccinated? And I go, yes. And I go, are you vaccinated? And they go, yes, this takes place in the future where I'm vaccinated. And I say, okay, let's share the bag then. And we go, and I wait, say, wait, wait one second. You buy the bag and meet me outside. And I run to the flowers of Trader Joe's and I pick them out some flowers because my soulmate is in this Trader Joe's and you bet their ass that they like sun flowers. And I go outside and I say, will you eat these Bamba peanut snacks with me? And then we fall in love when we get married in the produce aisle of Trader Joe's the next day. The end. <laughs> that so was where, can, <laughs> where can you find us on social media, Kayla? <laughs> you can find us at 20 Watt Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. TikTok, not Facebook. Facebook. Oh, that was good. <laughs> okay, honestly, we're going to quit 20 Watt Pod and we're going to um, pursue a career in rap singing. Yeah. <laughs> Just Get kidding. it. Get it. You can also find us on 20whatpod.com. Do we have an email? We do. It's 20whatpodcast at gmail.com. And then I personally have my own Instagram. It is Valley's Veggies. And mine is Kayla Nicole X16. But we also have another podcast and it's called Cannabis Redefined. And no. you can find that on Instagram. At Canna Redefined. Yes. And it's powered by Connected, Connected Marketing. Marketing. But as always, I'm sexy. And I'm a bad bitch. Yeah, we both are. And we will see, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. I really want a Caesar salad.